whatever your concept of it is. And then uh, four through nine are working steps. So you do an inventory of the fourth step of, to me, everyone has different views, but to me it's uh, the manifestations of self in one's life. Yeah, you do that step four. Step five, you share it with someone else and this higher power, you know. Step six and seven is when you see what you used to look from, when you see the disease arising, that you uh, make a statement, hey, I'm entirely ready to have this reconfigured, and then you ask that power to do it. That's six and seven. Eight and nine, uh, make a list of people you owe amends to. Yeah, like, and step nine is making direct amends wherever possible, unless you hurt someone else. Or, you know. And then uh, 10, 11, 12 are the maintenance steps. So you continue to take inventory, and then they have a step of try to improve your conscious contact through prayer and meditation. But it could be through a lot of things. Yeah, but they just suggest two things. They say, hey, uh, you want to improve your conscious contact, and they use, they say, through meditation and prayer. It could be through thousands of things to improve the conscious contact. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then uh, that's step 11, and step 12 is the basic agenda of, the, of, the, of our society, which is to practice these principles in all your affairs. And then we, I add a little bit, if you can't limit your affairs, and then help other people to achieve sobriety. So that's the agenda that you adopt, some on some level. So that's the stuff, basically. Yeah, so you do that, and then the principles are, you know, surrender, and a lot of things, you know, a lot of honesty and all that stuff. Yeah. And then people just, you know, it's progress, not perfection. So, yeah. So. Yes, are you ready? Are we ready? Is Nick coming or anyone? Let's put it on. No, he's not. All right, let's put it on then. It's on. Oh, it's on. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, but the idea, I'm just going to share my take on non-duality, uh, just the bare bones. Non-duality means not to. That's really what it does. There's no dual. There's no non-duality meaning. Like we were looking at the room when it was empty, and if you took a picture of it then, that would be the closest thing to a non-duality meaning. As soon as people had noticed and perceived, that's duality meaning. <laughs> so really, it's a negation if you look at it. Non-duality is just negating duality. That's what it's doing. It's duality seems to be what's happening, and we take it to be real. And then the non-duality is introduced seemingly after that, so that hopefully that which you are, which is before the duality, will see what it's not and then get a sense of what it is. Instead of looking for what it is from its what it's not, it'll see what it's not. Yeah? So it's a negation. So the idea of being uh, the doer, the thinker, the feeler, the taster, the toucher, uh, this this idea negates that uh, assumed uh, reality, basically. And so, uh, to me, it's a fact. And when it becomes, when it's seen, and when it's, uh, you know, when it gains traction, then it, uh, you see the duality, and then the duality, you know, just like a, an alcoholic and then a recovered alcoholic. 
very dualistic life. Yeah, so you went one way, totally contracted, da da da, and then you get, then it somehow expands. So was there a Paul who was an addict, and then a Paul who was recovered? No, it's just an add-on Paul. But there was addiction and recovery. Yeah. Yeah, but there was the add-on was it was Paul that was addicted, and now the add-on is Paul that's in recovery. So that add-on tends to distort what comes after it. Yes. So like the, uh, the in neuroscience is a simple one of many simple statements that the observation distorts the observed. Yeah? So that's what's happening here. There's a. Uh, download called The Course of Miracles, they got into it in a deeper way, which is you and I are the dreaming of the dreaming. The dreaming of what? Of duality, of things, of subject, object, of this, of that, of time, of all this, all that. This would be held as dreaming in some, in some views, yeah? So in the dreaming, we're dreaming of two-ness, really. And the two-ness being projected is sun is then perceived as the seeming one, yeah? But the one is twoism. So the one is subject-object at its finest, really. Because sometimes they're seeing, and but the seeing, the mental state claims it and attributes, attributes it to the body. So now the object is what's subjected, which isn't true. All there is is subjectivity in a sense, yeah? So they're seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, but there is no see or hear or feel or taste or touched. Yeah, none of that. Those are add-ons. The mental state adds on and interprets what's happening. So it interprets verbs and then puts nouns in there. Yeah, so now some days there's a feeling that you're the thinking, yeah, you're the thinker, and then a lot of times you go home and you're thought about, you know, something dwells on you as an object and finds, let's say, a lot of fault, or you should have done more, and all this. But it's really a subject-object thing, yeah? So sometimes there's a sense of being the subject, like I'm thinking these thoughts, yeah? Or sometimes the object, I'm thought about, yeah? So it's sort of like a... There's like a built-in cognitive dissonance, yeah? Because, <laughs> you know... You make a decision as a subject to go on a three-week retreat, but you experience a lot of the retreat as an object. Your ass is fucking killing you, but sitting for 13 hours. So there's a lot of fucking confusion. The subject of Paul, oh, this is going to be great. This is going to be a vehicle for Paul to get brighter and clearer. But when it's the body gets dragged along because there's you know, there's an identification with both, and then the body is also having its experience, or the mental state as a body, and it's pictured, you know. Have you ever gone on a retreat? Yeah, have you? Yeah, all right. So you go into the retreat the first day, the zendo, wherever it is. Uh, it's beautiful, you know, very spacious, very nice little mat with one cushion. Couple of yards, nice mat, one cushion. The teacher's usually elevated a couple of feet up. Beautiful. And then, you know, you go in there the first day, everyone's very calm, sit there. After about four days, five days, there's cushions fucking trying to lift that right cheek because the cheek is dominating the whole event. <laughs> you can't win. That's ridiculous. <laughs>
<laughs> I used to see it, and then some people just was, which I would say were much more advanced because they were willing to give up their spiritual faith and just fucking go to sleep. <laughs> they just came up the city and just made cushions on the side, and then you're sitting there, oh, motherfuckers, because you didn't want to, <laughs> you didn't want to give up the spiritual face. <laughs> So, <laughs> so there's tell this the story, tell the story about the ice cream. Oh, the ice yeah. cream, yeah, that's oh. what So, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, all right. She's the master, really. I'm just the mouthpiece. So, the ma so, uh, so I, uh, I went on a retreat years ago. We just went drive, drove by it today, Spirit Rock, out from Marin. Beautiful place. It was a long, it was a while ago, and then it was like a retreat with different times. Like you could be there a week, or some people were going to be there three months. Yeah, so it was all mixed, and it was pretty much. I think it was silent, but you spoke to a person, a man or a woman, in the early morning, and then you're on your own. You know, I was in the garage doing qigong, <laughs> you know, because 13 hours. How long? You know, you got to mix it with walking, sitting, <laughs> doing straight. So. Uh, so one day, I think it was like the 12th day, and you know, it's, it's hills, yeah, so, and you know, they great food, fantastic food, and at six o'clock they'd ring a bell and that would be dinner, right, I think. And then you'd see all these like spiritual cows grazing, you know, very, doing walking meditation all around on the hills. If you drove by there, it would be funny if a cow drove by. <laughs> Look at those humans. <laughs> but we think it's different. So then I was there, and I got there first that night. I walked in, and they had the whole thing set up, and then, but in, in like a really important setting, there was ice cream, first fucking time. So I, I went, wow, that's cool. So I sat down, and I watched people walk in, and they were walking in very peaceful, equanimity, all this stuff. As soon as their eyes lit upon the ice cream, I could see it. <laughs> <laughs> it just went off. Some went right to the ice cream, got it, brought it to make sure that it was there, brought it before they got the food, you know, they put it there and then walked back. Every one of them, the whole retreat was gone. <laughs> it took that much, took that little. It was I watched everyone's eyes. I watched that. <laughs> it was conceited. Scarcity, <laughs> lack, I'm not going to get enough, <laughs> the whole game up like that. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I don't see anything wrong with retreats. I just feel, I feel like, uh, you know, if you went on retreat now, you should get a packet with some spiritual warnings. And some of them should say, you know, <laughs> You know, the mental state is going to claim the actions of meditation to apply to meditating. Yeah, that's what it does. Now, is it, does that stick or not? Is really based on the audience, which is what we are. Yeah? Now, if we're taking ourselves to be the object, subject, we're very apt to fall into the claiming of the meditation to be the meditator. Yeah? Now, but where before that, you can see that. You can see that which you're not. You can. You can see it. You can't see that which you are from what you're not, but you can see 
activities that are used to imply you, you can see them from before that. Yep. So in seeing it, there's a recognition, all the assumption, all the insinuating, all the implying, like in Zen at least they say there's a finger pointing at the moon. In this case, it's not, not even a moon. It's just fingers pointing. And then, then us, as what we are, make the leap into the idea of being born. Yeah? We make the leap. It can't produce self. Yeah? That which is claiming the seeing can't produce a seer. It can't make it. It implies it's already made. And it's going to be. It's all, it's, it was and it's going to be. Yeah? It can't make it. It implies it. So the seeing, the hearing, the feeling, the tasting, touching, just the basic format of here. Yeah? Seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching. The mental state arises and claims the seeing to imply there's a seer scene. Yeah? So now you have subject-object. You have what the idea of non-duality is negating. Just the basic interpretation of most everyone's day is based on subject-object. We're not, we, there's maybe a sense of seeing, but the, the narration of, is seer scene. Yeah, obviously. You just watch five minutes of it, you can see it. You don't need thousands of years of study. Two minutes will show you the whole fucking thing. So the seeing claimed see your seeing. So the attention, instead of resting and seeing, is now binary. Like instead of the eyes looking straight, they look like this. See your seeing. Hear or heard. Yes? Really? That's what it's like. There's like two. Duality. So, see or seeing, hear or heard. So now, what happens is the feeling of seeing is sort of under-addressed. It is. Yeah. So, if the emphasis is on the interpretation, you're going to lose sort of the feeling of zestiness of life. And therefore, obviously, something is going to be motivated to seek. Obviously, something. Yeah, some kind of relief or something better. Somehow, there's going to be a generation uh, or a desire to sort of get out of something. And that desire, that desire to get out of something is used to reinforce the something that you want to get out of. It's, yeah. So as you're trying to escape that which is truly an imaginary place, it's reinforcing the reality you've been giving it. Yeah? Yes, 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 it has to. Yes, we're incredibly powerful with most of us not knowing it. Yeah? So, we can make something seem as real as real can be. Is it real? No, but we can make it. Not all, but this, this event, yeah? As Jesus used to imply it quite a lot in his writings or what they wrote about him, you know, as you believe, so it is, you know, da, da, da. the healing is done according to your faith. So, yeah, and so when people say they don't have any faith, there's faith in that, yeah? This faith is always here. Faith is really the dreaming. It's the basis of the dreaming, just like there's faith in the stock market, so it seems to be real. If enough people who were invested in the stock market look fit, lost faith in it, it would just be seen to be absolutely nothing, because it is absolutely nothing. Yeah? So, yeah. So, non-duality is just, okay, we have all this evidence all day of living a certain way, and it's just attempting to negate that as reality, that's all. And so, if so, and then the warning I would love to have in the spiritual packets would be that 
there's an identification as what you're not masquerading as you to the point that it's actually looking for what you are with what you are but as what you're not yeah so it gets so weird it's made what you are a goal that it wants to arrive at so now what you're not what you are masquerading as what it's not yes follow it's simple what you are inherent condition yeah now seemingly is forgotten and now it's seen as what you're not and it gets to such a point that it starts looking for what it is with what it is but as what it's not yeah so it's using what it is to look for what it is but as what it's not so non-duality is just negating the false identification so instead of using what you are to look what you are Right? You see what you're not using what you are to look for what you are. Yeah? You see, and, and then, then there's a hit, I'm not that. Yeah? And as soon as there's a hit, I'm not that, other possibilities arise that weren't seemingly available, which is I can be free from it. You can't be free from something you're taking yourself to be. You're trying to be free as that, yes? The identification null and voids the inherent freedom that's available. And now it becomes something you may want to get as what you're not, yeah? Because you can't see you're not that. You're seeing as that, yeah? So non-duality hopefully triggers, hey, wait a minute. Did I, there's, enough, there's five steps back. This isn't like the end and the beginning. You know, you can, and then you can see what's going on and how it's being used to imply that there's a someone. Yeah. And if it isn't you, you'll lose interest in it. Just like I'm not interested in you because I don't know you. Yeah. But same thing, like if Stanley was manifesting through me and I was identified as Stanley, I would be calling Stanley's manifestations mine. Well, this is what's happening, yes? We're in the act. We're in an act right now. It's an activity. It's not a thing. You're not going to escape self because there isn't one. There's the bondage of self, which is an activity. Yeah. So the mental state is presenting something, this idea of being a you, and you were you for sure. There's tons of pictures. <laughs> that was you in the past. That was you when you were in, you know, Barcelona. Yeah. And obviously, there's going to be a you. Yeah. Because why would I be fucking worrying about it if there isn't? Yeah. So of course, there's a. There's an assumption that I was Paul as a body, I will be Paul as a body, therefore I am Paul as a body now, you see? It doesn't arrive, it doesn't start here, it's made up from there and then. You didn't, it just wasn't set up when you were a baby, it wasn't, we grew into it. We grew into all this stuff, yeah? brain developed, just like if someone has a, You know, there was a guy who did a murder once, a long time ago, in that Texas place where he's up on the tower. He shot a lot of people, yeah? And when they studied the guy, it seemed so crazy. But he was writing stuff, this, going through, like, having a lot of hallucinations. And I think they did, a, after he died, they did an autopsy, and he had a tumor in his brain. And the brain, the Scott was produced by the fucking brain, yes? The idea of you was produced and the brain was pushing against the part and so Scott went a little bonkers, decided to shoot a lot of people in the city. Yeah? Now of course, they're not gonna 
see it that way, they're going to say Scott did it because we're all in the fucking act of being identified. So if an action comes from you, you fucking did it because this is the bondage of self. Yeah. So. So what happens when the narration, doing a day, yeah, just narration, the head is what intervenes and you know brings you a, a newsflash or something, or just a common little, what are people thinking of me, whatever, look at this motherfucker, you know, whatever's going on, yeah. And then all of that, there's an assumption there's a you, right? A you as a body. There is. That assumption is it's taken to be so. It's just... It's a, and so it's just reinforcing it almost every day, yeah? It's piling on the you with more minutiae, ongoing mental minutiae about you, yeah? Now, that constant reinforcing, you could see it if, you, if the fact of you as Paul was under suspicion, you would see the narration more as an advertisement, trying to sell something in you to a product, yeah? Most, in most cases, when the person or when the mind's ident in identification, it's just reinforcing the fact that it's made up, yeah? And how it makes it up now, it says that you were a fact before, and you're definitely going to be a fact tomorrow, yeah? So the fact is placed, and then it just riffs on the fact. And to the point, some of the people, some of those facts, may want to get out of the fact as the fact, yeah? So they get stuck in spirituality because they wonder, like, you know, and then usually the first failures of spirituality, they blame themselves usually. Yeah, I should have stayed a fucking month longer. You know, I broke, I was right there at the event horizon and I thought of washing or whatever, you know? Or that, you know, I should have kissed his feet five more times, whatever. It's always put on you. It's a perfect system. It's everything is seen as pertains to you. And so it keeps you as that, looking for a mythical that. Yeah, it doesn't go anywhere. You know, you can get, your blood pressure will go down. You may even pick up a loving gaze. Your eyes will get clearer physically. But what the fuck, you know? The identification of self can live in that fucking milieu just as much as a fucking jungle. <laughs> I mean, even slimy, really. Because they, they're like a spiritual eel. They're slipping through life. <laughs> At least an addict, you know, looks you know, that's a fucking shark. Kill it. <laughs> <laughs> so this idea of you know, I just I see her, I saw it, you know, I saw her. It was like the same old, same old, but it was like highlighted with different colored pens. <laughs> Different shoppies. I saw it, and it was like, you know, just. And then it had enough weight, let's say, in, on the avalanche that there was a, a a certainty arose. Like I was convinced, something was convinced. It believed with certainty that it's futile to look for what I am and what I'm not. <laughs> And even if there was a special something out there, this doesn't have the ability to rock it or get it, embrace it, nothing. It's, it's, it's some mechanical program in a sense, yeah. It's got its own little purpose and it's not to be a chariot of the gods. 
I'm gonna transcend as a body to a fucking special body place. It's not this body is just, you know, at best it's an appearance in mind dreaming, at best. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, uh, I used this one sentence for, but it, it's just a signpost for sharing, really, because I don't know what happened, really. But I used to be sharing a lot in recovery. And I used to lead a lot of workshops on this one area called the fourth step, which is an inventory process. And there's a sentence in the big book, and probably the guy who downloaded, downloaded through didn't even know what he was saying, really, because he, it was a very clear, clear sentence. It says, and self, what we're talking about self, is not the self of Buddhism and shit like you all, or whatever, Hinduism, the oneness. We're talking about the feeling of, of ownership, the sense of, of doership when doing is doing, the sense of being the seer when seeing is known. That to me is the sense of self. Yeah. So it's a sense. It's, there isn't one. It's a sense. Yeah. It's a sense. It's implied and insinuated and inferred. And then we, as what we are, like put the, ourselves in the glove. Yeah. So the hand of what we are goes into the glove of what is suggested to us all day. Yeah, what's programmed. And then suddenly, when the hand goes in the glove, it seemingly takes itself to be a glove. It's appearing to the hand in, a, in just a short bit of time, like 90 years, that it's a glove. Yeah. So now, and then everything that it's experiencing is getting interpreted through the glove. The glove is really the filter everything's coming through. So if the glove is rough, everything it touches is going to be rough. Yeah, it's just, yes, it's going to be sort of a weird experience, you know, like the same old, same old, which happens with the mental glove in a way. So this, this idea is to see how the, the, the reinforcement of the glove continues. Even when there's a hearing of non-duality, there's still the claiming of being the hero of non-duality. Yeah? And now the hero of non-duality is pictured as a body. So you're already in confrontation with the idea of non-duality by the vehicle you're attempting to get it with, yeah? So the <coughs> idea of being a body is negated in non-duality, yeah? <laughs> so so that what I felt to be most important wasn't hearing about what I am, it was about hearing about what I'm not, so that what I am could realize I'm not that, instead of trying to realize what it is as what it's not, just see what I'm not, and then I'll find out what I am, yeah? And one of the things you'll find out is either there's no <laughs> arriving at where you already are. It's just impossible. You can't add mileage or moments to it. <laughs> You're just here, completely here. There's no, there's no leaving or arriving. That's bodies, yeah? That's not what we are. So. <laughs> so you see how what it does, that's all. That's sort of like when I used to go to talks and they were describing what I was and what I am, love or consciousness, this and that. I noticed quickly that what I wasn't <laughs> was claiming to be the hero of what I am. And I saw it, this ain't gonna go anywhere. So, and how I saw it was helped by listening sometimes. And this one guy used to come from the Zen lineage and. I was at a talk in 2000, I think, 
and he was talking about, hey, I'm like a man standing by the river selling water. It's a famous saying thing. And I went, what? That's weird. Why would I be buying water from right at the river, you know, from a fucking guy? And he says, it's even funnier. I'm like a man standing in the water selling water. And I said, that's the last time I ever saw it. Because the shoe fit. That's exactly what, quote unquote, I wasn't doing with that. That's what was happening. So basically, left there and then just let it hit. Left it. Like, when you get hit with one wave, if you don't move, you'll get hit with more. <laughs> if, there's, if there's not a, see the claiming of a wave is gonna prevent the other waves re reaching the shore, really. Yeah, so if you can just get hit and there's no claiming, or you see the act of claiming, but it doesn't lock in because you're seeing it, then more gets revealed, you know. More, more gets revealed, more gets revealed. You're not the, you're not, you're not like a fucking measuring cup, you know, <laughs> all right, four ounces, <laughs> you know, it's gonna, you're gonna be surprised what can come through because of all the old ideas you have. And those old ideas are gonna, obviously they get weakened because they're not serving you anymore. Yeah, yeah. So, my felt, so when I did that, I felt like, uh, maybe I should point this out to people who are coming to these talks, because if not, they're gonna be coming and leaving under an assumed identity. They're gonna be thinking they're gonna get non-duality, which is impossible. There's no getting non-duality, it's a fact, that's all. You get that you're not a fact, that's what you get. You get that you're not a fact, and then the fact becomes obvious, because it's the fact fucking masquerading as a false fact, yeah. Once, like, the, you know, the skin falls off, oh, there, there it is, and then when it seems to be there it is, it informs you it's always been this way. So all the masquerading never changed the fucking thing. That's the beauty of it. There's no rush, there's no drive. You can't lose, yeah. All this is gonna get washed away like sand on a fucking landscape, yeah. And there you'll be, pristine and beautiful as we always have been, beyond beauty, emptiness of it all. Yeah, and you, you can have that sense at least as the as the background to your day. Yeah, but now the background becomes more like the foreground. It's more dominant than what's happening, that which doesn't seem to be happening, or you could say is always happening, which I like. So that which is always happening becomes the most dominant influence in the comings and goings. It's amazing, yeah. Because you're not seeing it, feeling it, tasting it, touching it, but there's an intimation of it, yeah. And so now to me the background is the foreground and the foreground is the background. So, and you don't need, with the background like this, you get a better view of it, not by concentrating, because there's nothing to see. It's by relaxed awareness, yeah. When, when this focus of selfing gets lifted, you see a more of a panoramic view. And that's when you sense the, 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 uh, the hugeness of, of what we are. Yeah, you get a sense of it. And then if there's realizations, a realization will be like a pebble dropping into something and never hitting anything. It just goes, you get it, it almost echoes in the vastness of what you are.
Yeah, just the, it's, the realization doesn't mean anything. It's just like a little lightning, but the, what it what it reverberates in is is what's always here at all times. Yeah, I'd much rather be rooted there than be one harvesting realizations. Yeah, mm -hmm. there's a point. There's no need for any realizations anymore. You've gotten enough educational realizations, and you. <laughs> If you see what you're not, you're going to lose interest in it because it's not you. Really. That's the whole thing. You'll lose interest in it. It won't be like, I've got to get interested in losing interest in it. That does, that's just more interesting. Yeah? <laughs> you just lose interest in it because it's not you. Yeah? And that's beautiful. And what happens? Well, you'll see. You'll see what you gain interest in. Yeah? But I'll tell you, you're interested, you're inter not yours, the interest and attention will not be enslaved to what's not happening anymore. It will not be being used to constantly reinforce what you're not. It'll be, just, it'll be available to what's happening, like today, you know? So you'll be available to the water, you'll be available wherever you are, yeah? And in a sense, you'll never get chipped. The head that says, oh, I was spaced out, you're not that head. Oh, I'm getting closer. You've never been far. Yeah. So it really gets, we had this thing, uh, the newest book we have. It came from this uh, yoga studio in Philly. I was doing a talk, you know. They had a famous mantra, and it's translated in a lot of ways. This lady who runs the place translated as, gone, gone, gone to the other shore. Upon arriving at the other shore, on having never left. Yeah? So I just would rather just erase first. If you start entertaining on having never left, it'll be like gone. Uh, what? <laughs> it won't be three gones anymore. And then the gone will just be go. <laughs> yeah. And then it'll just be on upon having never left will become the new uh, starting point. Beautiful way to go through a day instead of believing you're going to arrive at somewhere better than where you are now. <laughs> <laughs> so your life now sort of becomes, as an expression, to me this is an expression and an observational point. This observes, and it's not two levels of below coconut, it has observant you know, powers, and it's an expression of what's running it, really. Yeah. Whatever is running the show, to me, I feel mine can come through it, through self-centeredness, and then you get a world of self-centeredness. Yeah. Now, if, there's a, if you see you're not that, then another modality can become strong. And uh, there's a lot of modalities without self as a center of it, yeah? Yeah, so now you're directed in what you're noticing and what you're keen about aren't the, the basic troughs that are left, you know, in the world of coming and going, yeah? Yeah, jeez. Now this is, if you come to a lot of talks, you don't even have to come to the talks anymore. Some people just drive by a Christmas card once a year and it becomes, you know, like at the last minute. Yeah. <laughs> there's a famous thing, Jesus, doesn't matter Jesus or not, but there's a famous thing where Jesus was laying down some parable on people and he said, this is parable about the guy who has a large uh, bit of land. So he needs some help. So he goes to like the union hall, let's say, at nine in the morning and he hires a guy. He says, I'll give you $50 to work. So the guy's really happy and he goes to work. 
Then the guy, so he's at the, he's at the field, the boss goes at around 12 to find another worker, and he says, hire someone, I'll give you $50. So now the guy at 12 is gonna get the same price as the guy at nine. Another guy, the, work, the boss goes down around 4.30, hires the guy for like an hour for $50. So of course, the guy that started at eight in the morning sort of pissed, that, you know what I mean? But he was attempting to say, yes, it's not about time, yes. It's not about time. Just like the prodigal son, another story. The prodigal son is a dude that left a really nice situation with his father and stuff. Got, you know, went, started to feel guilty about splitting, started to drink, getting loaded, got into hit, hit bottoms, ended up in a pigsty, fighting with the pigs to get a piece of corn cob or something. And then he's had enough and there's a seeming surrender of what? There's a surrender in having faith in that failed fucking system that thinks he's done so many terrible things that his father will never accept him because he doesn't accept himself. He, suddenly that, there's a, a collapse of that and then there's right there the father appears, right there with a robe and puts a ring on and says, hey, we got a huge feast going on. It's like, wait a minute, I could have done this the first day I left. <laughs> Say there's a dreaming of drinking a slurpee, like 10 second event. You, there's dreaming about that. And then another night, there's dreaming about 300 year Homeric epic of you as obviously this, you're never like a sanitation worker, you're like a princess or always, we always like Cleopatra or something. So 300 year epic, yeah? How long does it take to wake up from both of them? Yeah, exactly. So is this 300 year dream, does that demand three months of waking up? No. It's just as quick as waking up from nothing because there is no, the time is manufactured, yes. This, this isn't a get ready, get set, go. It's not a race. You're inherently that, which you may be looking for. So the warning is, and then see, if you hear from that which is looking that you shouldn't be looking, that's more looking. You see, this is what I needed. I needed a level of warnings because the system regroups. It locks about five different waves, see that? So you seem to get out of one, but then your movement of getting out locks it in. So the idea of how long does it take to get out of an imaginary place? No time whatsoever. Or how would you solve something that's not happening? Just seeing it's not happening. Once you apply a solution to it, it's happening. Yes? You see? If you are what's happening right now, if you apply a solution to next week's problem, next week is a problem. Yeah, so this is to find what you, what you really are as an activity, not who you are as a biography or a historical little, but as an activity. What, or what am I? I'm, I'm dreaming, I'm, I am the dreaming, and in this dreaming, I'm giving everything all the meaning it has. Well, that's a fucking huge position, yeah? And so again, when there's a description of the dreaming, you wanna mention it's not for the dreamt, because the dreamt will think, hey, I'm the dreaming. It doesn't go anywhere if the dreamt starts thinking it's the dreaming. You want it to continue to go to the dreaming about the dreamt, yeah? 
When the dreaming gets information about the dreamt, it sees it's not the dreamt. When the dreamt gets information about the dreaming, it tries to see itself as the dreaming, as the dreamt. Yeah? So then I should have 50 Cadillacs, perfect knees, babes everywhere. Yeah? That's how it, that's how it sees it. If I was dreaming, everything would be going great. Yeah? But in fact, you are dreaming and this is how it's going. <laughs> so the dreamt is an argument with the dreaming and it's going to lose. <laughs> so what happens? Hey, you see I'm not the dreamt and suddenly what floods in? Acceptance. There's an acceptance. There's at least an honoring of what's appearing right this second. Doesn't mean you just let it roll over you, but you don't fucking, you're not in an immediate denying of it. There's an acceptance of what's happening. Yeah, and it gets, oh, it's just a. Uh... When you finally feel acceptance for this, you realize you haven't had much of it. Yeah, you've had something sitting on top of it, critiquing it, judging it. Constantly, like an urban renewal project, constantly demand to fucking work on it, work on it, work on it. It's like a never-ending fucking science project. Yeah. But when you see it's you, you're not this acceptance. You'll it will come in, and maybe it'll take a while for this to recognize its acceptance, but it will. And then what happens as this, in a long period of time, if you look at it, you'll see that you've traveled lighter through everything. Didn't, didn't mean everything changed and got great. It just meant I traveled lighter for whatever life had in store for this. Yeah, and the dreaming gets happier. Yeah. And then you get to a conclusion, what more do I want, really? Yeah. So, and maybe you would want to be a spiritual giant as a physical, that's great. But I found, for me, uh, most of those spiritual yearnings, once there was satisfaction and contentment as the new basis, I lost all interest in it, to tell you the truth. I mean, complete interest in it. Either that's an incredible success, or I don't know why, but I just don't have any movement. I, I mean, I'd like to improve my physical condition health-wise, you know, by maintaining it, but I don't, uh, you know, I basically see it as a Toyota, you know, utilitarian vehicle. Not like the chariot of the gods, you know, polishing. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I could go more and more. If you ever get interested in it, there's tons of videos. But our whole premise really is, is to switch because in a sense, the cart is in front of the horse. So we're just, and in fact, when it switched, you realize it never, never was that way. It was just appearing this way. It's always been the horse in front of the cart. That's which is before has never been after. It's always been before, yeah? Yeah, so, but what we're, how we're switching it is, instead of looking for what you are in this noble endeavor from what you're not, we'll see what we're not from what we are. So instead of looking for what we are from what we're not, using what we are to do it, we're going to see what we're not from what we are. Yeah? And yeah, then just see what happens from that.
Yeah. I mean, a lot of what you call your drives and your this, they may drop. And you realize it was a story to begin with. As soon as the conditions changed, your whole storyline changed. <laughs> you would never sit for 13 hours again. <laughs> it used to make no sense. <laughs> it, would, it would be absurd. <laughs> That's what happened when I saw it. You know, high blood pressure, 15, men, men, 15 minutes of meditation a day. If I'm doing 13 hours of meditation, I think I'm going somewhere. I do. I think the vehicle's going somewhere. <laughs> it never leaves the parking lot. <laughs> it's driving around. <laughs> so, yeah. It's cool. I mean, it's, I, mean I, I wish I could really... You'll see it in your own event, that's all. And I would imagine if, if you entertain these ideas or they entertain you, you'll travel lighter. And then uh, really what more do you want? So whatever's going on in your life, at least you'll, you'll wear it more loosely. Yeah, without effort or thought. Yeah, it's not about practice or work, it isn't. It's about like, see, if you look at consciousness just as an event, seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, it's not demonstrating any effort, is it? I mean, I'm not. That which is seeing out of these eyes. Now, the eyes may be bad, but they're only facilitating seeing. The eyes aren't seeing, yeah? The camera never sees anything. Something looks through the camera. That's what we are, yeah? So the seeing, hearing, feeling, tasting, touching, it's not demonstrating any effort or thought. I just don't see why there would be a belief that you could arrive there through thought and effort. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah? If that's the goal, hey, I want to just rest in that which is seeing, you know, hearing you know, and tasting well, yeah, maybe you are. <laughs> so push aside the, the, the uh, misdirection of dreaming of arriving someday by the fucking normalcy or ordinariness of already being there. See, the mental state is not interest in what it already is, where it already is. It wants to arrive, yes, or depart. It wants both of those. It wants to claim to be the one who arrived and then the one who lost it and depart, yes. That which is always available at all times isn't that attractive to the mental state. It can't get much of a reflection from it. It really can't, yeah. So it's like, fuck that, you know, it's like Sauron in those books, The Lord of the Rings, when it's looking, looking for its little specialness, this non-duality would just be right in fucking the open. Sauron would never notice it. <laughs> He's looking for something special. That's what I love about it. It's this ordinary fucking inherent uh, condition. Yeah. Demanding nothing, giving nothing, really, it just is. So, yeah. That's it, I think. Any questions tonight? No? Oh, you want to turn that off? I'm, I swear I'm finished. Why don't you? Just for a few minutes. Say, I'm finished. Finito.